Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats from NC State University's Career Development Center, the only podcast dedicated to providing NC State students with current, relevant, and thought-provoking ideas that will challenge you to think about your future. Whether you want to know more about what hiring managers are really thinking, or you just need to hear an honest and encouraging story about overcoming obstacles to reach your goals, we've got you covered. Wolfpack Career Chats is just one of the many services we provide. Whether it's career fairs, on-campus interviews, co-op opportunities, or more, we are here for the pack. This is Marcy Bullock with Wolfpack Career Chats, and today we have the director of our employer relations on our campus, Dr. Kelly Laraway. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. We're so happy to have you on the chat today because we have heard about virtual career fairs, and I know because you're my colleague that you've been working all summer preparing our campus for this new experience. What is a virtual career fair? So virtual career fairs are online events that allow employers and students to meet in a virtual environment. Um, so we're using a technology partner called Career Fair Plus to assist us in making these interactions really intuitive and user friendly. So one thing I can say is students should download the Career Fair Plus app today and see all the excitement that's going on uh, for the fall semester. That's awesome that it's an app that students can have right on their phone. So can as many students as want attend a virtual career fair and how do they go about getting ready and once they have the app downloaded, what do they do? Uh, so while students should really look at the app and do research on the employers who are attending the different events, if they see an employer they are interested in, you know, they should attend uh, or plan to attend that career fair. The way it will work is students will actually make appointments to meet with employers and so employers will have schedules that are available and students will make appointments which is so great because now you don't have to stand in line like you do at a in-person event you'll know your schedule ahead of time and and who you're actually going to meet with um, so just going in right now and starting to look at the dates of the different events and the employers that are coming to all of those events and then making their plan to get ready. When they go into the app, it will actually tell them when the uh, scheduling window will open for students. Uh, so each one is a little bit different depending on the fair itself of when the scheduling window opens, but they can note that on their calendar when that scheduling window opens and then they can go in and start making those meetings with employees lawyers. Oh, interesting. So they're actually making a meeting with an employer. Do they have to have their resume ready when they go in and make that meeting? Yes. So when they go into the Career Fair Plus app and then they click on uh, schedule a meeting with an employer, it's going to ask them to create a profile. And it's going to ask for some information about them, uh, like their major and the year in school. But it also will ask them to upload a resume. It is optional, but I would strongly suggest that students upload a resume into their profile because then the employers will be able to see that when they schedule a meeting with them and they'll be able to have some prerequisite information about the students, which is another great advantage 
challenge about a virtual career fair uh, that doesn't happen in an in-person event because a lot of times in the in-person event you're literally walking up cold to an employer handing them your resume for the first time and you know they're taking time during that with all that stress around them to look at your resume in this in this scenario of these virtual affairs, the employers will actually be able to see the candidates that they're going to meet with on a given day um, before the day even happens. And so that resume is really important because that gives them an advantage when they're trying to make that appointment. So when they have their resume ready, and we'll go back and talk about how they prepare for that in just a few minutes, they are asking for the appointment and then is the employer screening them and then choosing them? No, when, a, when if the appointment availability is there for students, then they can schedule an appointment. The employers, um, they do have the option to pre-screen. We're really discouraging that. We want these to be as much like uh, the in-person career fairs as they, um, and which would not pre-screen. And the other thing that students will be able to do is each employer will also have a a title of their schedule and a description of their schedule and students should pay attention to that because that's where the employers are going to tell the students what kind of candidates they're looking for and so you know students should really read that honor that and and um, sign up for meetings with employers that are looking for the type of student that they are so um, some employers might cast a very wide net and just say something like looking for great candidates from all majors and other employers might say looking for sophomores in electrical engineering i doubt they would be that specific but they could be um, so the employers will actually set that up but that would be the only screening so it would be more up to the student to self-select who to meet with and who not to we want students to feel free to meet with as many employers as they want to and feel comfortable meeting with. Well, I know you interact with employers every day and you've been setting this up all summer, working tirelessly. What uh, advice would you have for a student that is getting ready to put their resume up and, and I think you use the phrase that they would be making an appointment, is that right? Mm -hmm. So when they're about to make that appointment and put their resume up, should they get it critiqued? And if so, how should they go about that? Yes, they should um, should have their resume looked at. They can make an appointment with their career counselor. Or we have, we're doing virtual appointments uh, through EPAC. Um, and also in the case of the engineering career fair, we're, we're going to have some extended walk-ins and we're actually going to use the same technology through Career Fair Plus for those. So those um, opportunities are available in the app as well. So a student can look there and make an appointment with a, a career counselor or a career coach to have their resume reviewed. Very good, so it sounds like there's two places they can look. If they're engineering students, they're gonna actually go to their Career Fair Plus app and they'll see extended hours to make appointments to get that critique done with the person that specializes in their department and what they're studying in their major. And then if they're maybe not in engineering, would you say go to EPAC and find your time for your resume critique? Yes, um, you know, you can meet with your, your career counselor. Um, and then there's certainly a lot of resources about your resume uh, on our website as well in the Career Development Center. Um, but the, you do want to have your resume reviewed. But I will say once you create a profile, you can also edit your profile. So if you upload a resume now and then you see, oh, you know, you get it reviewed, you can take that one down and re-upload a different resume. So don't panic about the time. 
Very good. So you can get your get in as early as you can to look at the app because it sounds like that timeline is important in getting those appointments. Yes. Yeah. As soon as the scheduling window opens for a particular event, you want to make sure that you're going in there and building your meeting schedule. With okay. And when is the first time these scheduling windows open for a student that's maybe looking at their calendar right now and trying to um, make sure that they get in as early as possible? Because I know the engineering career fair is coming up in early September. Right, so, so just as an example, uh, the engineering career fair, the scheduling window for students is going to open on September 1st at 8 a.m. So you, what you can really kind of um, count on as a student that that scheduling window will open about two weeks before any event in the, in the schedule. That's our target um, because we do have to give employers time to get their schedules all set up and going and available. Um, so we, we try to target about two weeks before the event, but it really does depend on the event and all of that is listed in the um, in the app for each event right so definitely check that out but as early as possible on that September 1st window for the go-getters is important so you alluded earlier to the fact that you don't have to wait in line that it's very different than career fairs that students used to go to face-to-face -face. why is it better do you think from the standpoint of doing it all virtually well, you know, students and employers, like I said already, will be able to set up their schedules before the actual day of the fair. And, you know, students will be able to schedule those meetings with employers ahead of time and will not have to stand in line. Uh, you will have the full attention of recruiters. There will be no distractions like there are in an in-person event. Um, it's going to very much be like you and the person in a Zoom room together. That's not the exact technology, but it's very similar. Um, so it's just going to be you and that recruiter. Um, the other thing is you're going to have the opportunity to meet with a wider range of employers and recruiters that may not have come to an in-person event. Maybe they're further away. We're seeing some newer employers that haven't always come to our in-person event because of restrictions on travel or schedule. Um, so we're, we're, we're seeing a wider range of employers. Um, and it's just really nice to be able to manage your schedule better around your classes and your availability. Um, we've had situations with our in-person events where students stood in line with one employer for over an hour and that's an hour that you could have been meeting with you know five or six other employers um, and so under under this way really everybody just can manage their schedule a whole lot better oh, we're also yeah we're also seeing that employers are bringing more recruiters um, than they would in an in-person event because because people don't have to travel and so they might have availability um, you know and have more flexibility now that they're able to do it from their office or their home excellent so when the students um, have downloaded the app they see all the events they want to go to they get on early to schedule these windows and these appointments then they're thinking about like how do I prepare for the actual thing do they still do an elevator pitch like we used to tell them for the old-fashioned face-to-face or is it more like a virtual interview what would you say um, I would say you still definitely want to have your elevator pitch 
um, because you're still going to want to give an overview of yourself in those first few minutes of that virtual meeting, just as you would in, in an in-person fair. The nice thing, again, though, is you're going to have that recruiter's undivided attention and there won't be any distractions. Um, one thing I want to point out, too, about the app is um, in each of the fairs, if you look, there's a um, there's two sections. One's called tips and the other one's called announcements. And there's all kinds of resources there as well for students um, to get resume help and um, to, to develop their elevator pitch. Uh, there's information about how to dress for a virtual career fair and lots of links um, to resources that we have in the Career Development Center. Um, so you really, like you said before, you really have everything all in your hand um, with this app as far as who's coming, how to make your schedule of meetings, and then also lots of tips and resources all right there in, in the event. That's amazing. And I know our students are digital natives. They love these apps. They'll pick it up so quickly. So checking the tips and announcements is really important. But as a, an expert on this, Dr. Laraway, what pro tips do you have for students as far as like what to wear uh, or, or making that great first impression? Yes. Um, you know, I can't stress enough just to be prepared and I'll give you some more specifics on what I mean by that. You definitely want to still research the company, practice your interviewing techniques, dress for success, and make sure your interview location is prepared and looks professional. So you want to check out, you know, be sure where are you going to be when you're doing this and what does it look like behind you? How are you, what's your body language look like? What's your camera angle look like? Um, so you want to be be really sure you check all of those things. I strongly success, uh, suggest that you still dress as if you were going to an in-person career fair because you just never know. You are on camera and you never know what the employer might even ask you to get up and walk around for some reason or um, to, to do a demonstration of some sort. Um, so you wanna make sure you're dressed um, and you are comfortable. Um, you know, one of the things that we get feedback on, we've always gotten feedback on from employers is, you know, we loved your candidates, they, your students are amazing, um, they're so well educated, but I wish they would have known a little bit more about our company before they came up and talked to us. So I cannot stress enough to do your research and all those tools are available for you in the app. You're going to be able to research the company, you're going to be able to research the job opportunities that they have in EPAC, and you're going to be able to read the description of the candidates that they're looking for. Um, so, you know, make sure that you present yourself in a way that shows that you've done your research about that particular company because that always impresses uh, employers. So if you take the time to prepare, your meetings with employers will go great. What a great tip. So when you're doing your elevator pitch and, and you're in this conversation, you're really tailoring what you are saying to that organization. So if it's Red Hat, you know their mission and you're, you're making it so specific versus talking to SAS, which is a totally different mission statement. So I love that tip. How many companies do you think overall will be attending all of these multiple career fairs? Well, right now, um, with all of the different career fairs and career events that we have scheduled for the fall semester, we already have over 300 employers registered. Whoa. 
Um, so it's going to be a, a real wide variety depending on the event. So, you know, who's at the engineering career fair is going to look a little bit different than who's at the College of Natural Resources career fair and the Ag and Sciences career fair. But if you if we look at those, and employers are still registering. I mean, these events are being offered um, all the way through the fall semester, and we're, we're getting registrations every day. So that number is definitely going up. And when you were talking earlier about um, making these appointments, how long are the appointments and are they the same amount of time for every single company? Sure, that's a great question. So we strongly suggest to employers and recruiters that they um, make these appointments 10 minutes. So they are not interviews. They are, you know, they are contacts much like you would have at an in-person um, fair. However, it is totally up to the employer how long those meetings are. So they can make them, I've seen some employers already drop them down to five minutes, um, wow. you know, thinking that they might get more candidates. And then we've had some companies ask about doing them longer. I would, I would say that you want to prepare for 10 minutes, but you'll be able to see that when you make um, your meeting, when you schedule your meeting with an employer as a student, you'll know right away how long that meeting will be. Whoa, so that could be as short as five minutes, 10 minutes, anywhere in that window. So like you said, the importance of that first impression and having your research done and looking your best is so important. So if you were telling a student why they should go, um, why would you encourage them? I think some students go, oh, those career fairs, no one's really hiring. It's a pandemic. You know, everyone's getting laid off. But are these really openings for interns and, and full-time employees? Like, why should a student show up to this? Because they're so busy. Oh, absolutely. The employers that are coming to these fairs, um, I think now more than ever, um, have openings and they are actively recruiting. They, we've had some companies who, who have contacted us and said, you know, we're just concerned. We don't have openings right now. We're not very sure of them. And so those employers are doing information sessions instead just to keep their brand uh, awareness on campus and keep that connection with students. But overall, all, they're not attending these career fairs. So the folks that are attending these career fairs have openings um, for internships. They're actively recruiting internships um, for full-time and for co-ops. Um, so like I said, now more than ever, I think that that's absolutely the case because um, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they're, they're very, the, the companies that aren't actively recruiting are, are taking other strategies right now. And we're talking them through that and making sure they're still available to students. Um, so students should absolutely attend, but I would also encourage students, maybe the students are not actively seeking a job right now. It's still take the time to meet with these employers um, and get to know them because it's also a networking opportunity. The employers know um, that when they're on our campus, even if it's virtually, um, we want them interacting with students and they want to interact with students. So it might be that it's something you're looking for for you know a year from now or a company that you're interested in the longer term. So please absolutely um, still participate and meet with companies that you're interested in and go ahead and make those connections. Yeah, this no. is a great, great opportunity to to meet people, like you said, online, even if you might think I'm not going to do it this summer, you can keep their contact information, connect to them on LinkedIn, stay in touch, and we know how important networking is for the future. So even freshmen should go. Absolutely. 
100%. And what about um, the college specific nature? You were mentioning things like engineering and I know pool college of management. Do you have to be in that college to go to that fair or can you go to as many as you want regardless of your major? You can go to any fair that you want, regardless of your major. Um, we divide our fairs that way just to make them more manageable and um, make more sense to employers. But you, it, students in engineering can absolutely go to the management fair. Students in management can absolutely go to the College of Natural Resources fair, and they should. If you see an employer, you should look at all of the fairs, and if there's an employer that you're interested in, um, you should absolutely go to that fair and, and meet with that employer. Um, and Employers hire from a real, you know, lots of engineering companies hire for business functions and other types, environmental science functions. Um, and so that, that, that organization is really just so we can manage it, but it is not to be restrictive to the students at all. Great advice. Put yourself out there. What's the worst that can happen? You meet somebody new and you learn something through that experience. How important is it once you get that slot to actually show up? What if something comes up that morning, you're not feeling well? What do you think about that? Yeah, so this is again a little bit different than an in-person fair would be. You want to make sure that because the employer actually knows who you are now, where if you just woke up the day of an in-person fair and decided not to go, nobody would really know. Um, but you've got a scheduled um, uh, meeting with this employer. You can still cancel your meeting all the way up until um, the day of the fair, um, but you will have to put a reason why you're canceling. And uh, that now that slot's not available to other students. Um, now, if you cancel before the day of the fair, then that slot will now remain open to other students and you won't have to put a reason. But just to not show, employers actually will be able to um, indicate that in, in the um, app themselves. And then we are gonna get a list as the Career Development Center of the students who were no-shows. Um, and that's just, it's just a little bit higher stakes now. So, you know, definitely, even if it's the day of, go ahead and cancel. Don't just don't show up because that employer will now know who you are and, um, you know, we'll have that information. Um, yeah, they'll be understanding if it's the day of, um, you know, but it's still not a good thing to do. You know, if you make that meeting, try your very best to, to get there. Um, but, but if you're not going to, for some reason, absolutely cancel. Yeah, that's never a good thing, like you said, because they've got your name and it just looks like you were lazy and didn't take it seriously and that could really burn a bridge for you. So absolutely attend or cancel ahead of time to give that slot to someone else. You've given us so many great resources today, Dr. Laraway. And again, thank you so much for all the hard work you've put into making these opportunities available to Wolfpack Nation. Would there be any other resources you would recommend a student go to? We can link to these in the show notes for today in case they forget some of the things they learned. Uh, I definitely just um, use the Career Development Center's website and then use the tips um, in the um, in the app that we have as well. Um, and then, you know, we talked about being prepared, but also remember that this is technology. So make sure you test your technology before the event as well, like your camera, your microphone, your internet connection, um, and, and just, 
you know, if you're going to use your phone, uh, make sure you have it on a stand where it's very stable. You just want to, you want to, it's sort of a shift in what you're preparing as opposed to going in person where you would have to think about, oh, what time do I have to get on the bus or what time do I have to go here or there or, you know, what, what is my outfit going to look like? Do I have my resume on paper? You don't have to worry about those things anymore, but, but now you have to worry about the technology side. The one last thing I'm going to stress to students is, the default for everything is the phone number that you put in your profile. So if all the technology falls apart the day of the event, the employer can still call you. And so make sure that that phone number is accurate and that you're by that phone. You know, that it's either with you because if it's your cell phone or that if it's a landline, you're where that phone is. Because if in, within 10 minutes, nobody has time to do too much troubleshooting on technology. Um, so they will absolutely default to that phone number. Ooh, good to know because technology sometimes fails. I had a problem this morning getting on the Zoom call with you and I was panicking and then I rebooted and everything worked. So <laughs> test all that out ahead of time. Be ready. All these virtual career fairs coming up throughout the fall semester are going to be amazing opportunities. Thank you so much, Dr. Laraway, for sharing all these great tips with us today. We will link up in our show notes to some videos to help you prepare for this as well as the website that Dr. Laraway mentioned. Thanks so much, Kelly. All right. Take care. The NC State Career Development Center prepares and empowers students to identify and pursue their career goals. Stop by Pullen Hall to learn more. Thank you for listening to Wolfpack Career Chats, and we hope to see you around campus. Have a packtacular day.